Hey everybody, welcome to the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. Before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about the delicious, certified, gluten-free breads, bagels, English muffins, and other baked goods that are made right here in Johnstown, Colorado. Canyon Bakehouse's gluten, dairy, nut, and soy-free products make it easy for families to enjoy the taste and texture of fresh bread so everyone can love bread again. Find them at any major grocery store in the freezer or fresh bread aisle, or purchase online and visit canyonglutenfree.com to grab a coupon. Off a high screen, Dorian kicked to the corner, Feirano for three, it's good with the foul! And back to throw is the quarterback, and Hayward is sacked by Joey Porter. Page takes it in, scores, J.D. Stevens lets it go, and there's your touchdown. Michael Gallup. Got it down low. Hornung. Dunk! And here come the students. Leading by 10. Here's Van Pelt. He's at the 5. Touchdown, Colorado State. What's up? What's up? We are back, and I guess technically, this is the first ever edition of the DNVR Rams podcast. That's right. We've rebranded. We are no longer BSN Denver. I'm sure you guys saw all the videos and the exciting stuff that we put out over social. Uh, we, you know, teased it for a couple of day, days now. We really just kind of had fun with it as a staff. Wanted to let every no one know what was going to happen, but. You know, we were mysterious about it on purpose. Obviously, it's been a a big hit. I really, I mean, I just have to say kudos to everyone that I work with. Um, I have not been a part of this staff for long, only a couple of months now. But I just, I love the people that I work with because they they are so creative and they are so driven. And it's just inspiring to work with other people that are constantly pushing you to, to try new things and to, to always be better. And I'm just fortunate to to work for a company like that. So just wanted to to shout out those people, congratulate everyone that worked really hard to make this become a reality. This is something that we knew about for a while, obviously, but something that we weren't going to release until it was the right time. We've added a couple of new people to the staff, Adam Mares, Brendan Vogue, um, Andrew Mason. He's been on for a while now. Uh, Andrew Rawl on the, on the Av side. So really just a ton of exciting new faces coming to the company. I don't really think there's anybody in the state of Colorado that has as much in-depth coverage as we do between everything that the the amazing guys in the office are doing with with the Nuggets and Abs and Broncos and Rockies and what Henry and I are doing with the college coverage. It's just, it's really cool. It's an exciting time to be a part of this company. So yeah, I'm I'm excited about that, but 
I know you guys are, are ready to hear about some CSU Rams, and, and I'm excited to talk about it. It was the first day of basketball. Uh, cue the, the famous song from Like Mike. We play in basketball. Anyways, I love basketball season. Everyone that knows me knows how much I love college basketball. I love being around this new team, the energy, everything that they have going for them. It's just such a different vibe than the previous administration. And I know that's something that kind of got beaten to death last year. I think at some point the fans were probably like, we get it, media your job is better now. You you actually get to go to practice. You actually get to watch them. We get it. Stop talking about it. But that's, it really, it's so different that it's just, it's hard not to talk about. And it's hard not to get excited about when you get in there and you, and you just feel the energy and you see Dave Thorson, the way he's coaching up guys. I posted a video on Twitter today of him working one-on-one with some of the different guys and I just, I mean, he's the oldest guy in the room, but the amount of energy that he brings on a day-to-day basis is just astounding. He is so entertaining to watch. I really, I really like watching Dave Thorson coach. One of the, sometimes I have to like force myself to go watch other parts of the court and watch some of the other individual stuff, because if not, I will just focus in on whatever Dave Thorson is doing for like 40 minutes and be wildly entertained. I think he if it's a shame that the the Mountain West doesn't have their own TV network like they did back in the Tim Miles era. Uh, shout out to all the CSU OGs that know what I'm talking about. Mountain West Network, watching Chasing the Peak or Sending the Peak, whatever it was. Uh, either way, with Tim Miles, it was really entertaining television, but somebody like Dave Thorson would be a great character on that just because one, he's very personable, and the way he interacts with the guys, you can just see they have a just a tight bond. It's very human to human. It's not the way that Larry Eustace used to scream at people and get in their face and demean them. It was, it's coaching. It's intense. You know, when it's bad, they will get pissed off and they'll cuss and all that. It's not they're not soft coaches or anything like that, but they actually instruct. And maybe, maybe that seems like obvious. Maybe it's, that doesn't seem like something that I should have to talk about. But for those of you, of you that were actually around the program up and close and know what it used to be like, it's a lot different nowadays. So it's just, it's refreshing. It's exciting to see. And honestly, it's a really exciting time, I think, for CSU basketball fans. I know it's been a slow start for football and we're not going to give up on football. We're still going to talk plenty of football this season, have plenty of coverage leading up to Utah state. I will be out in Logan this weekend for that CSU Utah state game. They're currently calling for really crappy weather. Um, I got to drive out there. So hoping that it, it, the forecast clears up a little bit, but we'll see excited for that game. And even, even after the slow start and all the injury questions and, and everything I am excited to see how that team team rebounds but I just wanted to focus a little bit on basketball today with it being the first practice and I think it's just a nice palate cleanse for everyone I had the the column yesterday which if you guys read it 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 said that I think CSU needs to make some changes on the defensive side I think it's time to to try someone else as coordinator not sure if that's actually going to happen I know it's a little bit early I mean 
even I got that feedback from some of the people I worked with as well. You know, they're like, you know, maybe a little bit early to write that column. You got to be around these guys for the rest of the season. And, and I agree, but I feel like at this point, this is, it was something that needed to be said. And I think a lot of CSU fans agreed with it. So uh, as I said, we will talk a lot of CSU football throughout the week. I'll have more articles coming out as we get closer to the game on Saturday. But today we're just going to focus on basketball. I have some audio that I'm going to play from Nico Medved in just a second. But yeah, yeah, exciting time. Finally, you got soccer and, and volleyball absolutely killing it. Volleyball going, trying to increase their win streak to 10 games. They're they're ranked number 17 in the nation now. That's the highest that they've been ranked in a couple of years. I I, I think this team can can really go as as high as they want, to be honest. I don't I don't know if there's ever been a CSU volleyball team that is quite this experienced, quite this talented. I mean, they have had some amazing teams over the years, so I don't want to get myself in trouble here because I'm not trying to disrespect any of those teams, and, and there have been a lot of amazing ones, but this current CSU volleyball team is something else. They they might not lose a game for the rest of the season, and that's not hyperbole or exaggerating. They are they are truly that that dominant. I highly recommend getting over to Moby Arena and checking them out. If you have not seen them yet this season, also recommend checking out CSU football, the, the soccer team. It's the best start that they've ever had had a couple of wins last weekend they're really but they're about to get into conference play here exciting time for ram fans so we are going to play that nico medved audio then i'm going to kind of just let it sit with you for a second hear from our sponsor and when we come back i'm going to give you my observations from first the first practice this afternoon first day a lot of energy what are your just general thoughts on how the first day went I, I like the way these guys work. I mean, again, I you know, I think it's too to get carried away too good or too bad on the first day. You know, you get mistakes. I think everyone around the country probably has pretty good energy on the on the first day. So, you know, we want to have that every day. It sounds like a cliche, but you know, to these guys' credit, they've been working that way in the summer. You know, and some of the workouts that we've had that fall. So, hopefully, that's becoming just kind of who we are, and and not something I think you know. We, so far, I felt good. We haven't had to come out and really coach, you know, any effort or attitude so far. And, um, you know, we might throw it in the 10th row or we might do this, whatever. But the guys are really, you know, going hard and um, taking the competition, I think, in a positive way. And that's been good. How much, especially with a bunch of new guys, does it help to have that summertime where you can kind of start, you know, getting their feet wet a bit? I, I think it's great. I mean, especially, you know, obviously to get to do the basketball stuff, but just even to get to know them better. You never really – you recruit a guy, you know, but until you really start to coach him, do you know what I mean? You don't really know for sure. And they get to know us, we get to know them, kind of start to develop that sense of connection. And I thought it was great. We didn't get to do as much team stuff this summer because of injuries and all that stuff, but we still got quite a bit done. And at the end of the summer, we finally kind of got all these guys back and some guys who were doing some foreign stuff uh, came back. And then we had a really good two weeks at the end of the summer, and we've kind of carried that over into the fall. But, um, yeah, I, I, I like what these guys are doing, and I think we're, we're working pretty hard. It's time to take a second to acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Breck recently collaborated with Colorado's own Talbot Cider Company to create an apple blonde ale that tastes like late summer in a glass. Brewed with 49% unprocessed apple cider, 
from the fabled Palisade Grand Valley produce region, Colorado Core has the crisp tart taste of apples with a clean bone-dry finish. Crafted to reduce gluten-free so you won't feel guilty for reaching for a round or two, this crowd-pleaser will be popular at your barbecue, family functions, whatever you're doing. Check it out at your local liquor store or visit Breckenridge Brewery and taste their delicious new creation, Colorado Core. Welcome back to the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. Just played that that audio from Nico Medved. I think he brought up a good point about how every team in America is going to have good energy on the first day of practice. If you, if you don't have good energy on the first day of practice, you probably have the wrong guys. I think that would be safe to assume, but that, cer- that certainly was not the case today. Really, really upbeat guys were communicating well. You could see that being loud, being vocal, particularly on the defensive side, is an emphasis for this team moving forward. They were they were not last year. You they would get caught off guard in transition consistently. Just not enough communication around the board. At one point today during the practice, there was a, a point where guys kind of weren't quite enough. They weren't doing what Medved wanted and. He kind of just got mad. I mean, it, it's rare to see him like actually get real pissed. He he's like I said, he's a he's a stern guy. He will yell. He'll 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 call out the BS right away. But that's pretty much what he did. He's like, you know, I just I saw way too much of that BS last year. Uh, actually, you know, said the word, but I won't say it for the podcast sake. But it just it always cracks me up whenever you like get some swear words out of Nico because you know, like, oh man, like he's serious right now. Everybody better turn and listen to him. There was another point where during the practice, uh, I'm not going to call out the player individually. It's not the point, but he wasn't listening when Ali Farouk Manesh was, he was addressing the team and, you know, Ali's a great coach. He really is watching the way he works with players is it's a, it's really entertaining. I, I honestly wish that there were some open practices or something just so that the fans could see some of this stuff that I see, see how Ollie and, and Dave and JR, they all work with these guys individually, but he was talking about their footwork defensively and how, you know, if you get, if your feet, if you get caught off, off guard, essentially, you're going to be out of position. And he showed how one of the guys constantly, he kept leaning on his back foot and he needed to be parallel because it kept putting him in a bad position. And, and Ali was pointing this out, showing it for the team, and, and the guy wasn't paying attention. And, and Nico just kind of called everyone out and was like, hey, you know, when when any of the coaches are talking, there there cannot be any other conversations. And and you just see that that moment where, like, he has full control of, of the room. But I think what what stood out to me the most today would be the – vocal presence just one from the young guys I was really impressed with the freshmen and I'm going to talk about that in just a second but Nico Carvacho Chris Martin Hyron Edwards the the most experienced players on the team although Hyron really doesn't have a ton of on-court in-game experience he has like half a season with CSU and that's pretty much it because of what happened at Texas Tech but these guys 
CSU needs those three to really have great seasons if they're going to be able to make any noise in the conference, especially just with all of the great returning players. There are going to be a lot of good teams in the Mountain West this year. Utah State, especially with Kata and and Merrill coming back, as well as a really strong supporting cast. There are just there are going to be a lot of good teams. So this is going to be a situation where you're going to have to play good ball. You're not going to be able to skate through and and make a run because this league is too talented at the moment. It's been a good start for football. It's going to be another good season for basketball. I'm pretty confident about that at this point. If if Carvacho and Chris Martin and Hiron Edwards can be the guys that really lead this team, they really do have quite a bit of potential. Like the ceiling is pretty high for this team. I I I think there will be some some bumps, especially in non-conference play, as you try to put this many new faces together. It's just bound to happen. It, everything is so much faster in, in the real game, and when you're going against live competition and and not your team managers and not your coaches and stuff like that. Not that I mean these coaches are pretty athletic. That's another thing that I always like to watch. Ali and Jr. They can still ball, man. Jr. is quick. He beat a couple of guys today where it was like, man, why are you not playing? professionally somewhere you definitely could be playing for a decent amount of money in in Europe but I think you know he's got a family and stuff like that coaching is obviously fulfilling enough for him and and CSU's fortunate to have him I've kind of rambled here today sorry kind of going off on a lot of tangents I'm excited for basketball season a million different thoughts a million different talking points but yeah Carvacho Chris Martin these guys you saw it at times last year. Nico obviously being the most consistent of, of any of them. He was the the foundation of the team last year. Without him, I really don't know where they would have been. It could have been real, real ugly. And it, I mean, it was a struggle already, but it could have been a lot worse if they didn't have the nation's leading rebounder. And, you know, Nico finally healthy. Had a chance to talk to him today about that shoulder injury and just... You know, he told me he feels just kind of like refreshed. You know, I think it took its toll last year having to play through that injury. He couldn't even really fully extend his arms all the way above his head. And that's kind of amazing. I mean, how do you, how did he lead the nation in rebounding? And he couldn't even fully extend his arm above his head without it just being really painful and I think actually that makes a lot of sense with some of his struggles in the post last year there were times where he he struggled to finish a little bit and some people kind of pointed they tried to claim that it was his footwork that was wrong and you know I'd never noticed that and that was something that Medved Nico Medved I gotta really clarify I can't just say Nico things will get real confusing Medved pointed out today, he's like, I, I don't understand where any of that came from. Carvacho's footwork is phenomenal, and it always has been. I mean, he's got the soccer background. He 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 has great footwork. That's never been the issue. He doesn't have a crazy vertical or anything like that. He doesn't need it with his frame, but his footwork has been fine. I think the shoulder is really what hurt him both at the free throw line last year and just, you know, with some of those reverse layups, dunks at times. I mean, it just that slight inch, you know, being able to extend your arm just an, an inch or two more, you know, even a half an inch more. 
that can be the difference between being able to finish or not. And when I watched Nico shoot the ball today, he looked more confident. I know it's a lot different shooting free throws for an empty gym than it is with the pressure of the the game on the line and all the crowd noise and everything, but his form looked great, something that you you don't always see out of the big big guys. I mean, he's a true 6'11", 7-foot guy, and his form looked phenomenal. So I'm interested to see if Carvacho can stretch the floor a little bit and and what kind of maybe mid-range game he can add because I do think you are going to see him shoot a little bit more I know that was something that he emphasized in the offseason just improving his jump shot it's something he's going to need if he's going to be successful at the next level whether that's in the NBA or overseas or regardless you just gotta have some kind of jump shot but he's he's always improving at that and that is something I do think we'll see maybe maybe even like a three a game if he could make that just to open up the entire floor. It's not a situation where you want Carvacho, you know, putting up two, three, four threes in a game. But if he's open and he can hit those, man, you're going to, you're going to make defenders think twice about leaving him out there. And then you're opening cut lanes for these phenomenal athletes that you got. You know, we saw Kendall Moore, you give him in a little bit of space, he can get to the rim. You got the the big guys out of there because they're worried about Nico draining a three at the top of the key. All of a sudden, the lane's open for Chris Martin. All of a sudden, it's open for Kendall Moore. So there's just so much that can come from him being able to do that. I don't think he's going to be you know the next great three-point shooter, great deep mid-range shooter, anything like that. But just the ability to stretch, I think it is something we'll see from him. The other thing that Carvacho needs to improve on and something he admitted today, something Medved admitted today. He has to get more consistent defensively. There were times where he got bullied a little bit, but that's another thing where I think just naturally it's going to improve now that he's healthy. He doesn't have to second guess himself. He's not, he can go at guys aggressively and not worry about it hurting. I just think we're, we're in for a big year out of Nico Carvacho. He wants to reach the NCAA tournament. Like he just wants to win. I asked him today, you know, what's your goal? And he's like, man, I just want to win. You know, I broke the program records. I've led the nation in rebounding. I've done all that stuff. I could care less about that moving forward. I just want to win. And that's what Ram fans want to hear. They they want to see a winner and they need Nico and, and Chris and some of these guys to, to be the leaders that help them do it. Along with that, uh, really, really excited for the youth. You know, everybody's been pumped for David Roddy for quite some time now. He is everything that CSU fans hoped he would be. He's got, first of all, he looks like a junior or a senior. and It helps that he has the football background. It really does as far as muscle development goes. You know, he's a lot more yoked than a lot of basketball players would be coming out of high school. That's not a shot against basketball players I mean a lot of them are strong but he he in particular incredible strength for his age but the thing about him despite how big he is he still moves really well has really great skill that wasn't that was something Medved talked about today he he really doesn't play like a guy that's gonna be in there and and bang around he's kind of a finesse player and that's intriguing to me because he's He's going to be a handful for teams. He can move well. He's got great strength. He's going to be a presence on the glass. He he can hit tough shots with a hand in his face. 
just going to be great. Really, a lot of these freshmen look pretty good. They look mature. They were practicing well. Uh, really surprised about how big they all were. All of them had had decent size. I mean, part of it, I think, is, and this is not a shot at Kendall Moore or Adam Thistlewood because I've raved about both of them. I think they're both great, and I think they have very bright futures with this team. They're they're going to be leaders for this team moving forward, but they they were very small coming in. Thistlewood obviously had the height, but just skinny, and Kendall just so, so small, needed to put on a ton of weight. He has put on a lot of muscle. Both of them have, and it, it's good to see. But these freshmen this year, they've, they've got a lot more size right off the bat, and that's just always beneficial because that's just you know one thing you don't have to do. You're just going to get bigger and stronger from here. I do think we'll see a lot of these freshmen play. Uh, Moore, the, Moore's the guy from Australia. He's going to... He'll redshirt, but other than him, I think you'll see Isaiah Allen, point guard out of Texas, get some decent run, particularly with the twos. Uh, Tone John, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure on the pronunciation. Don John Tony, I believe, out of Nebraska. He he's a lot bigger one than I thought. I thought he was going to be like a Anthony Mazenton Bonner frame, but no. I mean he's he looks like he could play the two or three. Um, so he's got versatility. He might play a little bit, but I could see him Fred uh, redshirting as well. Deshaun Thomas, he originally committed to Nevada, then committed to CSU late. I imagine he'll play. I guess you could redshirt him, but just given CSU's lack of depth at the, with the bigs, I, I think you will see some, some of him. But Roddy, man, he's got potential to play a lot. And... This team could be pretty good if they can get him to just be that, you know, fourth guy for them early, be the guy that can make the explosive plays. He can make you pay in transition, gives you another presence in the post defensively. It's something he's still trying to improve on. He knows he's going to have to, you know, guard people that are significantly taller than him, but he has the the strength and the frame to not get bullied around and I think that football background is just going to be interesting because he's he's not going to be a, be a guy that you can very easily run through. I think we all saw in that football highlight just how sturdy he is and hard to to bring down. So really exciting time for for CSU basketball. We're I'm going to have some features that come out this week from just some of the interviews that I had. I I had a chance to talk with Nico today. Uh, Medved and Carvacho, so the Nikos, I should say. I uh, had a chance to talk with David Roddy, going to talk with a few more people throughout the week. So exciting times, excited to talk hoops, excited to keep talking football. Uh, we're going to have a live podcast tomorrow, first time ever. Uh, cool. One of the cool things we're doing now that we're DNVR, so I'll be down in the office uh, in the afternoon doing a live podcast. Definitely check that out if you're interested. Yeah, all kinds of exciting stuff. That's about all we have for today, but I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate everyone that's said kind words about the rebrand. We've got a lot of exciting stuff happening over at DNVR. Uh, 